This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Hi, I'm Richard Gershon, the host of In Legal Terms and a professor at the University of Mississippi School of Law. If you miss a live In Legal Terms episode, find our podcast, inlegalterms.mpbonline.org. Hello, thanks for tuning in to Everyday Tech. This is Abram Nanny with Shane Chisholm and Sabir Abdul-Haq. Today on Everyday Tech, we want to answer your questions. Did you get a new phone you don't know much about? Thinking about buying a personal computer? Maybe your TV went out and you're looking at getting a new one. Email everydaytech at mpbonline.org if you have any questions or comments. And don't forget about the Talk to Us feature on the MPB public media app where you can record a voice or video message and send it straight to us at Everyday Tech. And uh, before I really get going with the show... Uh, I just want to say thank you uh, to everyone that just listened to Fix It 101. And if you missed it, thank you. Uh, please go back and uh, listen to the podcast. That was Jason Klein's last ever Fix It 101 show. Mm. It is a big deal. Mm. Uh, so it, he did a really good job. He, he built a great show. And we're, we're really sad to see him go, but it's it was a good ride, and he that's, did good. That's it. That's uh, it. So thank you, Jason, and thank you to everyone that listens to Fix It 101 and uh, the audience of MPB. So, guys, how are you? Shane, how's it going, man? I'm doing okay, man. It's been a little stressful this past week or so since the iPhone came out, and hmm. we've been kind of busy with stuff like that. And then me personally, you know, I'm doing good. I'm always doing pretty all right. Mm-hmm. So, doing good. Good deal, good deal. Is that, are you all selling them already? Uh, yeah, we're selling them. Um, we, the frustration we're having with customers is no store got the 15 Pro Max, and that's really like the most popular phone out of the 15 lineup. And people are having to order them, and they're just coming in late. So it's weird. I think yeah. Apple likes their stuff to look like it's in high demand, so like it's already sold out when people come into stores. So I'm not real sure. But no store I know got one in the mm. area I work. Mm. Like didn't even get one on launch day. So that's been a little bit of a frustration. Right, and that's like the most expensive one, isn't it? The yeah, Pro it's Max? the most expensive. It's the most expensive and the most popular. Yes, indeed. That's wild. That's yes, crazy. Indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, Sabir, how about you, man? What you been dealing with? Oh, I'm, I'm always juggling a whole lot, man. I'm always juggling a lot. It's uh, it's been several things. I feel you, Shane. <laughs> like my my heart goes yeah. out to you, bro. It, it's uh, been a lot to do, but just a matter of time management and keeping things going. So. Um, nothing really like stands out. I did help a friend of mine yesterday who was having an issue with his printer. I went to his house, helped him out with his printer. He's 70 year old, 72 year old, good friend of mine. He's, he's, he's awesome. He was very patient. I'm like, look, we're going to get through this. We got him printed. And he was like, yo, okay, that wasn't that bad. So, <laughs> so it, it worked out. It worked out. But yeah, shout out, shout out to him. He's, he, he, I actually, I think he's listening. So I, um, shout out to him, uh, out there at Valley North in Jackson. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. Printers well, can be very frustrating. They can be. Just in general. Or peripherals <laughs> just in general. Scanners, yeah. printers. Yeah. Well, especially, we've talked about it several times before mm-hmm. on Everyday Tech, like the newer printers where you have to have an I, uh, uh, a cloud account with it and everything. Like, you have to have an yeah. HP account to work an HP um, HP printer, and you have to mm-hmm. sync it to your phone so mm-hmm. you can s- send anything to the mm-hmm. printer. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot to deal with. It, it can it can be, yeah, but it, it can be. But there are simpler ways to do it, and uh, I mean you don't have to in some of those situations. And and I think some of these companies could do a little bit better by meeting people where they are 
and being like, you know, instead of giving them this manual saying, oh, it's super easy with all these colors and everything, it's not always easy. And just it's understand not. technology is going to be daunting, right? And technology will be daunting to folks. So you got to meet people where they are. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we've got several uh, emails that I've been getting since we started, you know, picked up in the show the past yeah. few months. Yeah. Um, first email we got is a tech question from Diane. She says, Xfinity sent me a new cable box. The instructions say plug the new coaxial cable into the wall outlet. My cables come in from underneath the house and there mm. is no outlet in the wall. Mm. May I use the coaxial cable I already have with the new Xfinity box? And she said that she's tried to contact Xfinity and it hasn't helped at all. I was just about to say that because sometimes that lie, she can try it. And I hate that she or a family member or friend would have to go underneath the house, I, I, you know, to go ahead and do that. But ordinarily, theoretically, yes, she can go ahead and get a uh, get a cable. But every now and then Xfinity, I remember I've watched Xfinity technicians come into my house and set it up. There's an additional thing that they put on it. And you have to plug a coaxial cable uh, for those folks that may not remember the old school VCRs. We have to actually it's got a little thin needle. It seems like Diane definitely knows what it looks like. It's got a thin needle and it's got screws and it screws inside of it. Right. And the, the tighter it's screwed on, that's what's giving you your cable signal coming from Xfinity or Cox or any other cable, you know, uh, based uh, company. But, yeah, theoretically, as long as hopefully she's not suffering with one of those things where that additional box that, you know, Xfinity or some of these other companies use where you have to turn it on because they use that. Let's say, for example, if there's late payment, there's a way for them to be able to disable that thing mm -hmm. and to be able to suspend service because they I mean, you can still do that other ways. But theoretically, yes, theoretically, yes. What do you think, Shane? Have you, you've, you ever worked on those before? No, where I work, I'm going to be just 100% honest, and it's mm. a real pain, mm. even for me. When we have customers come in where I work and they have technical issues like that, mm. you got to get a tech out there. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to be honest. And I also can say the customer service over the phone where I work is also a pain. Mm. I don't, I'm like, I'm not hating on them, but mm. I know how hard it is to get a customer service rep to get you a technician right. out to your house. But right. in the scenario she, this this person's in, that's probably what's going to have to happen is they're going to yeah. have to actually get a Comcast tech to come out there. Right. And, and, and generally what happens is like some of these folks and I, you know, again, and I hate to just name drop just main companies, but a lot of these companies also work with subcontractors that have been trained in their, their, uh, in the, in their art, in their, in their industry. So it may not be a, you know, a Comcast or an Xfinity truck. It might be another, you know, such and such, such and such company, but they have been trained and they are licensed to do this type of work. So I would, I would recommend kind of like what you're saying, Shane, you're going to need a technician. If not someone actually from Comcast or Xfinity, you would need somebody to come on out and to be able to make sure it's done right. Otherwise, you know, who knows, you'll come down there, you go underneath the house, you're screwing things up. I mean, you're screwing the, screwing the, uh, the cable thing and you're screwing the coaxial cable in yeah. and then you, you've gone in there sweaty. You might've walked into an ant bed or something like that. Oh my God. You know, it's mm -hmm. all kinds of things. Yeah. Just, and then you, you could make it worse. Could make you it worse. You just never know. Could make it. Yeah. And, and, and I hope that it works out for Diane, whatever she chooses. But yeah, I mean, I, I would say let the technicians handle it in that situation. Yeah. Well, my my one bit of advice was that for this, or I guess something kind of relatable was when I bought my house. Shane, I remember uh, Shane actually helped me is uh, is is who I used for my internet provider. Okay. Um, 
we got the fiber optic uh, plan and the fiber optic uh, kit that they send for you to set up and plug into your wall does not com- is not compatible with whatever previous company the previous owner had. Mm, right. Yeah, yours was a self-install, right? Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a, you plug it up. That's what I. It, that's that. all it was supposed to be is just plug it into the wall. Right. But uh, the previous owner had a different provider and it wasn't compatible with the same cords and box and whatever so i had to have uh, a tech come out there and he had to unplug everything from the wall go inside like up in the attic and wire something through the wall and pull old wires out and stuff it was it was a hassle but just because the companies were so different right and it just it just doesn't apply the same way it doesn't always work that way yeah I, and I now think, you got fiber optics. You know, that's, and that oh makes gosh. things totally different. Right. It, makes it does. Totally right. different. It, it, it is like, a life changer, mm-hmm. honestly. They'd be like, well, yes. it's it's still such and such company. Why? It's I still the same company. Why doesn't it work? It's not always that way. Different. It's, it's, it's different. different things. Yes. I hate I hate when folks suffer like that. That's that's, that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Email your questions or comments to everydaytech at mpbonline.org where you can attach a picture or screenshots or whatever to help you help our guys assess your situation. Or download the MPB public media app and use the Talk to Us feature to leave us an audio or video message. And we have a call right now. Okay. We have Gail uh, who's looking to buy a laptop and mm. wants to, our advice on that. So, Gail, what's up? Yes, I just want some recommendations uh, for a laptop. Okay. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, so Beer, so what what is your first instinct when someone's trying to buy a laptop? Do not buy a touchscreen. Do not buy a touchscreen. Do not buy a touchscreen. <laughs> Those are my first three. If someone says, "Hey, we can we can get this one. It's a touchscreen." Da da da. Don't say uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> like walk in the other direction. Um, don't buy a touch a, a touchscreen. Gail, good morning to you. Um, you're also going to avoid, which sometimes some of these big box stores will try to sell you. Um, they will try to sell you something. It may say the word Celeron. Think celery, like the vegetable, right? No. Do not buy anything that says Celeron. No. So those are your, those are your two things you're, you're trying to walk away from. A third thing yeah. is called the memory. Uh, so I'm trying, I'm trying to relate these to things to remember. So again, touchscreen, celery, or Celeron. Don't do that one. And the third thing is anything that says, oh, it has 4 GB of RAM or memory, right? RAM is memory is like your heart. Okay. Right. So you, if you're, if you're, you don't want your heart, you want your heart to be eight or better. So think about that. So your RAM, your memory, your heart, you want your heart to be eight or better. No celery. <laughs> you don't like celery. Celeron. Celery, celeron. And lastly, no, no touchscreen. If you're getting a PC, okay. as long as you avoid those three things, if you, as long as you avoid those three things, no celery, you want your heart to be eight or better, and you want uh, um, no celery, no heart. And no touchscreen. No touchscreen. No touchscreen. No touch as, long as, no you touch can, as long as you can avoid those three things, any one of the brands out there will do. Okay? Anyone's. I'm. I'm not really particular. I don't know how strong your your internet is where you live, um, where, where you live at. I don't. You you may not want to get a Chromebook because Chromebooks require 
a really strong internet connection. So you want to be oh. careful about that. So be careful about a yeah, Chromebook. I don't recommend Chromebooks either. Yeah, I'm not a Chromebook they, guy. They require. I mean, and 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 I love Google products. I my, you know, we always Shane, yeah. you, you and I always, yeah. we, and me, you and Abram always talking back and forth about the Android and iPhone hate. But I'm not about to buy a Google Chrome unless it's for like kids, like for school. Mm. But for what you're oh, talking yeah. about, what you're talking about, uh, Gail, what you're talking about is uh, again, uh, you want your heart to be eight or better, no celery. And no touchscreens. If you get if you if you what? come in with that, anyone will work. I only just don't recommend uh, going to these big box stores because sometimes they will overcharge you. What were you about to say, Shane? I'm sorry. I was going to ask what Gail. What do you mainly plan on using the laptop right, for? That's, yeah. Oh, just just personal use. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I think what Sabir what Sabir said is good. Yeah. That's that and that's that's the key question. Thank you, Shane. Yeah. Gail, that was a key question that Shane just asked you. Yeah, yeah. like to, what are you using it for? Like some people are doing things for big high end movie stuff. Um as long as as long as you if you're following those steps that we that Shane and I were just talking about, you should be able to get a laptop no more than five hundred. Anything anything more like really three hundred will work. But as long as, again, no, you want your heart, your memory to be eight or better, no celery, no touchscreen. Because what happens is, especially the touchscreen part, if you buy a touchscreen, Abram, uh, that they will cheapen out the rest of the computer because they've spent so much mm-hmm. trying to make that touchscreen work. If you buy a touchscreen, the rest of it is kind of like a lemon, you know. It's, it's secondary. It's 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 just bad stuff. And then and then if you have a touchscreen and a Celeron in today's computing world, no. So Gail, no celery, no uh, a heart eight or better. You want your heart to be uh, your number to be eight or better, and no touchscreen. If you can do those things, basically any brand will work, as long okay. as you can avoid. And those. My, my grands will probably want to use it too. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What I what I would recommend if you're going to if you're getting something for your grandkids and yeah they probably want to do things you probably would do better getting a tablet and and I'm I'm not trying to shoot down uh I you know like um like uh iPhone tablets I mean iPhones or or uh, um you know the different things that that Apple makes so they're kind of high but you can actually surprisingly go to a pawn shop. And pawn shops will sell really nice Android tablets for just over a hundred bucks and they will keep your grandkids busy. And then you don't have to worry about them accidentally putting something on that might hack your computer or putting the wrong stuff on by accident. That'll actually, I've got several uh, clients and friends and family of mine that accidentally let, you know, people, nephews, you know, cousins, you know, grands get on it and all of a sudden their stuff is hacked and they're like, Sabir, my stuff is messed up. <laughs> and what happened? Oh, I let my grandson play Roblox. Uh, that's problem number one. So, I mean, if, you know, if your grands, you can get inexpensive tablets from most area and, and you know, I just hate to put it out of there, but like, uh, but like most area pawn shops, you can get one for, like I said, just over a hundred bucks. One, the one I use every day cost me $125. And I, I gave one, I gave the one I don't, the old, my old one, I gave it to my niece. So things like that, I, I would not, I would not, this is just me, just my opinion. I would not buy a, a computer that you're planning on using regularly that you may check your bank accounts with regularly, unfortunately, and let kids younger than 12 get on it. Because they may accidentally put something on trying to play a game. They'll, we better go over to Granny's house and hang out and play some games and accidentally do something and get your computer hacked. I would hate to hear that. 
What do you think, Shane? Uh, what do you think, Abram? Sounds good to me. I Shane, yeah, all this Shane, good. do you have any more bullet points that you've got for that? <laughs> Sabir had that no, ready out. Sabir acts like he was prepped for that. If I don't let my grandkids use it, and just for myself, mm. then what? What should I get? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, using those things that we had said, that's fine. But I, yeah. I, I would get something separate for your grandkids. I, I mean, me part okay. now, unless okay. unless you are absolutely 500% positive, you will never get on anything sensitive. And I mean, like, you know, paying bills, paying, you know, banking on your computer. Wow. If you are 500% positive, you will never do that on your computer, then sure. But if you've got grandkids younger than 12... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely think that we should we should we should make that uh, you should make that a priority, Gail. All right, thanks, Gail, for calling. Uh, we have another caller on the line, Diane in Clarksdale, who has a printer related question. What's on? What's going on, Diane? I'm hoping you guys can help me. I have uh, an old printer that is awesome, and I was trying to connect it. It's a it's an old HP, I believe. Okay. And I was trying to connect it to my laptop. However, I kept getting this this error message about a driver. Mm-hmm. I Googled as much as I can, and apparently the printer is so old that there are no updated, there's no way to update the, the driver because of the operating system that I'm using. Is that such a thing, or is there a way to fix that? That is such a thing. What can do you mind if we ask what the make and model is, Diane? Good morning. What's what's uh the make and model of that printer? Oh, you would ask that, wouldn't you? Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's the, the dreaded question. I wasn't prepared for that question. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Do you have the serial number? Um, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you happen to know when it was manufactured? No. Uh, so you, you say. Know what? I take it back. It's not an HP. I'm sorry. It's a Canon. Okay. And it is. I'm actually looking in the box right now. It's mm. a Canon. That's all I can tell you. Okay. Okay. Is it is it Pixma? Does that sound familiar? P I X M A. Yes, that sounds familiar. That's okay. So so depending on what it is, so the Pixma's been around for a while. Um and they it's a whole line of 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 stuff on the Canon. They do great work. Let me ask you one question. Your computer, do you know if it's like Windows ten, Windows eight, Windows eleven? Are you familiar? Do you know the difference? It is. It is at least a Windows ten, but I want to say it may be. It may be a letter. Okay. All right. So yeah, the, depending on if you had that Pixma for a while, uh, and that Pixma, they still Canon still makes the the Pixma line. So I mean, but just yours, if it's one of the older ones, it may not be. Unfortunately, it may not be. They, they may be exactly right. Uh, however, I would Google. There are ways to be able to do it. If you can find, I'm guaranteeing there are Windows 7 drivers for that, but you would have to probably Google and YouTube how to do compatibility mode, what's called compatibility mode. If you do a search Mm -hmm. for how to do compatibility mode install of that Canon Pixma, whatever model it is, because there's there's Mm -hmm. a, a bunch of them out there. But you do can't you do a Canon Pixma, whatever that model is, Windows 7 compatibility mode install. You can probably find okay. something on YouTube. I bet you that. I bet you YouTube University. Good. We were just talking about YouTube. Yeah, yeah. We, were talking we about got what, everything remember, you want. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. But yeah, you can do it. Uh, compatibility mode install would probably, I'm going to give you percentage-wise, I'm going to say a safe 75, 80% chance it'll work. 
install, that would be awesome because yeah. it's a great printer, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't want to get rid of it. It's a great printer. has a scanner bed and all that good right. stuff, right? Right, and yeah. So I right. want to be able to use it. Yeah. Right. Right. And so and what that does is it kind of it kind of tricks your computer to say, hey, I know I'm running Windows 10, Windows 11, but I need you to run the settings for this to work. And it'll say, mm, OK. And so, like I said, it'd be like it's, it's about a it's like a 75 to 8. I'd give it about a 75, 80 percent chance it'll work. All right. Well, I'll give it a try. Thank you so much. Cool. No problem. Awesome. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Diane. Yeah. Thank you, Shane. It sounds to me like it's just like a like an old printer with a newer computer system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And those, sadly, what it, what is sad is that printers can age out, and yeah. it just can happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they could also just like, I mean, Windows operating systems can just say like, I don't want to do it with this printer. That's correct. That's correct. But they then, can. And, then, and it can be, like I said earlier, printers are very, to me, even at my age and the things I do, printers are still very frustrating mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. So. But the way that you can get around them on PC, I don't know if they have something. And I'm teaching myself Mac. My son and I, I, I gave him a Mac that I fixed up. I said, okay, we're going to learn how to do this. He was like, okay, dad. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Man, we, to me, Macs are easier. Macs, to me. Macs like, are far easier. Macs are far easier. easier but, to me. But, but when you wrap your mind around, and when I think about legacy products, stuff like that, uh, when I think about yeah. legacy products, that's what I'm thinking about. But yeah, um, yeah, I think as long as you do things in compatibility mode, compatibility mode is like the the like the game genie. Like the old school game, like the, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the cheat, game it's the cheat, the game yeah. shark, right? It's it's the way to be able to say, I still get it for you, yeah. Abram, do you know what do you know what a legacy product is? I'm sorry. Oh no, I, tell me, please. I, did, <laughs> I, I spoke techie. Oh my god. <laughs> Go no, ahead. That's okay. I just figured. I figured Abram didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what a legacy. <laughs> so legacy, me, legacy just too. basically means anything that is like dated. You know, anything that's yep. dated, that's old. There, there may be newer versions, etc. So when you say the word legacy, thank you for catching me on that. Legacy. Oh, yeah. When you say something that's legacy, it means that it's just dated or whatever. It's there are newer versions out there that may you know be replacing that. So that's what legacy means. Basically. Yeah. Well, with the way that tech is now, like mm-hmm. little legacy, like stuff becomes outdated in three years, right? Three, four right. years, yeah. right? 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 Yeah. True, 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 true. All right, we've got Bill and Mobile who has a question relevant to our laptop discussion that we had earlier. Bill, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Love the show. Hey, appreciate it. Okay. Hey, appreciate it. What's that? going on, Bill? I uh, I tracked on everything you were talking about for the lady that was buying the laptop. You know, the touch screen. And at least eight meg of RAM, I'd go sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't understand the Celeron. Uh, why didn't Why didn't you like that? So, go ahead. I'm sorry, I mean, cut you off. Finish it out, brother. No, go ahead. Well, my only concern with Celerons are just in in terms of the way how they generally have been working. The Celerons are great for like heat consumption. The fact that you said eight 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 gigs over sixteen gigs, and I agree with you on that. I definitely agree. A minimum of eight, but it lets me know that you do. You, you have a bit of information in terms of how how computing environment works. Um, definitely, though, but Celerons, it just in, in you know, I'm, we're always open to, you know, other opinions on things. But Celerons, a lot of times they don't process as well, like in, in, especially in today's computing environment, especially if you run like a four gig. Uh, and, and I see that happen. I'm not going to say no names of, of stores. But I, I've gone on social media in their computer departments and recorded, like, why are you selling me this touchscreen 4-gig Celeron computer for $300? Like, why would you do that? That is a lemon. But Celerons have not computed very well. The great thing about Celerons, right, is that 
they are really good with heat consumption. They don't they don't eat up they don't eat up give off too much heat and therefore cause other issues. But in today's computing environment, just in my opinion, just in my experience, Celerons have not been able to keep up with uh, what's needed, especially using browsers, popular browsers like Google Chrome. Um, is that something that that you're thinking about, or or what what were your thoughts about that, Bill? Did you did you was it something no, that you were I, thinking about, or are you just curious? I was, yeah, just curious. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm a retired Air Force Network guy mm-hmm. and um, a CISST. I mean, I'm a Dell guy all mm-hmm. the way. Gotcha. Um, we own our own business and, cool. and all of that, but it was just like okay. All right. I just, I just purely curious on a techie level. I got you. I, I mean, I, in this day and age, like Celerons aren't going to process as well. Now you can do like if you have dual core Celeron, maybe because and, and 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 when you say dual core and quad core, I mean, it sounds Bill like sound like you're familiar with this. Those are the different cores. They split up the processor to work harder and work and work more efficiently, not harder to work more work more efficiently. But when you have dual core and quad core, I mean, those are really you know those are those are ready to work. Those dual core and quad core Celerons are better than just traditional, uh, and and okay. the Celeron came from the Atom, from the Intel Atom, uh, ATOM, and so and those were real rough. Like Celeron was better, but the Atom they used to sell those on those you know TV shows saying, hey, call call in, buy now, buy this. So I mean, those aren't. They, you can get an i3, you can get an eight, uh, an eighth generation, ninth generation, tenth generation i3, i5. These are all processors but when you have low memory like a four gig memory if you have four gigs of memory in your computer i always say like the the memory is like the heart of the computer your processor is like your brain if you've got a celeron computer and you got a if you got a celeron processor and which is your brain and you got four gigs of ram which is your heart you have to ask your body at some point do you want to have a stroke or do you want to have a heart attack because it's going to happen at some point. And it's like you, you, it gets to that point because today's things, especially using things like Google Chrome or even halfway, you know, strong productivity apps with Microsoft's new uh, Microsoft Office Suite and 365, that's going to tax the computer pretty heavy. And if you have like if you're if you're typing up a document while listening to this pod, when you're listening to this podcast and have your email open after a while using a Celeron with four gig, your computer is going to be like, uh, you're taking me too much. You're, do, you're making me do too much. So that's, I mean, that's just been my experience on it. Shane, Abram, have y'all had anything? Y'all, y'all have anything to think about on those? Shane, what you think? Feedback. Uh, I don't really have much on that one, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so, to be fair. So mm-hmm. from my understanding, from what you're saying, uh, mm-hmm. to, to kind of slow it down a Got little it. bit. Yeah. Um, so the Celeron processor is processing, but it's putting too much strain while it's doing it. It's not running as efficiently as it could. Okay. And there's still, I mean, you could still, you can run Windows 10 on those. You're supposed to be able to run Windows 11 on them just in the long run for a retail. If I'm about to go ahead and ask my great aunt, my cousin, my brother, you know, if I, my brother does like graphic design. He already knows. He'd be like, he would hit me up and say, Sabir, what, what do you think I should get in terms of this? And he's going to send me three computers, and he's going to look at one of them. And be like, wait, that last one had Celeron. Scratch it out. <laughs> I didn't mean that because right. he knows what I'm going to say. But, uh, uh, but you can get, even aftermarket in this day and age, you can buy you know, refurb computers. There's a great mom-and-pop spot locally that, I, that I've, I've gotten a computer from them for $500, and it worked fantastic. You can get three and three, four and five hundred dollar computers if you know what you're putting under the hood, even if they're refurbs. 
I mean, it's just like a classic car. Like you, you can go out and go buy yourself a brand new sports car, but if you know what you're looking for, hey, this this nice this nice Chevelle and everything, this will do great. This is fantastic. I can soup this thing up, and it'll be just as clean and move just as fast as some of the new sports cars. So that's just my that's just my take on it. And I think that Celeron does not move like today's computing environment needs. You can get yourself an i3, an i5, or an i7, which are more productive, uh, stronger brains for today's computing environment. That's just just my take on it. So for anything more okay. than a casual, just sit down, check my email. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like, that's that's it. But then again, the problem is if you have something like Google Chrome, Google Chrome has, has now gotten a reputation, and Google's trying to deal with it, how much memory it eats. Mm-hmm. Edge is, you know, I, sometimes I will bash Microsoft, Microsoft every now and then, but Edge... Yeah. Edge does better in terms of memory consumption, resource consumption of the computer. That's just how the computer operates. It's 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 a better, it's a more casual browser. And Opera too. Opera is good for gaming these days. Like my son. Oh, I for, yeah, I forgot. I forgot all about. Everybody sleeps on Opera. Everybody <laughs> sleeps on Opera. But yeah, just uh, so Bill, I just would say, like, I mean, that's to answer your question, bro. I mean, I think that it's just not. It's it. There are other things out there that can make your computer run a little bit cleaner uh, and still get yourself a good bang for your buck for your business. You said that you had and or even yep. just stuff for the home. You know, I mean, those those are just those are different things. It might be a little bit more pricey, but in the end, you're going to get at least, you know, following some of those specs. I was just telling the other caller earlier, wasn't Diane, wasn't it? Gail? That was Gail. Or that yes. Oh, yeah. So yes, just that was Gail. So what I was telling Gail earlier Using something like that, you'll have a computer that'll last you a good three or four years. You get yourself a Celeron, you've having a Celeron is going to reduce that computer life unless you you got a IT guy or gal worth their salt that knows what they're doing. You've cheapened that computer's life by a good year and a half too. Okay, All good. Right. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah, appreciate the call, Bill. I think uh, I think probably a lot of listeners have that same question. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's a trip, and I'm not going to name. Like I said, I'm not going to name stores. But there's one store in particular that's real bad for selling. I, I walk through their, through their electronics area quite regularly, and they always have Celerons sitting out there, and they want $300, $400. And wait till, oh, my God, wait till Black Friday comes. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, I, I'll buy you lunch. If you don't see 100 bucks, <laughs> I will buy, I'll buy you lunch for a week if you don't see special saying, yeah, this computer is $99. You can look at it. It's yeah. got a Celeron. They will be. Interesting. Mm-hmm. To be fair, though, I think we're at a day and age where if you just want to casually get on a computer, just get a tablet. Get a tablet. If you want to just, re- just read emails, mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. some YouTube, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just get a tablet. Get a tablet. And that's what I was that's what I was recommending. She says she yeah. wanted to get something for her, you know, for yeah. her grandkids. Her and her grandkids. Yeah. yeah, give them a tablet. And then again, and I I know that kind of sounds kind of strange to say, just get yourself an Android tablet. You can go into some of these big box stores and get yourself a little tablet. Yeah. Or you can go into a uh you can go into a pawn shop. Like I said, I, every now and then I go I go shopping for tools in a random pawn shop. I, I found a great yeah. multimeter from a uh, from a pawn shop. And while I was in there, I saw this great tablet for 125 bucks. Like great. So, yeah. They're nice. Cool. That is how I found mine. This is Jermaine what? here. I what? just yeah, Jermaine to pop in. in the back. When yeah. he said pawn oh, shop, he, yeah. he he really made me want to say something about it because that's how I found my computer. <laughs> right. But I'm not going to tell you what it was, Sabir, because you already said no, no touch screen. And oh, that's right. That's right. That's the one you took took out on the road with but us. That's my window. I've got the Windows. Um, the Microsoft Windows tablet, and okay. I got it from a pawn shop mm-hmm. on a really good deal. Yeah, 
But here's what happened, right? I bought it. I didn't see the crack in the touch screen. <laughs> <laughs> so literally severe. Mm. It's it's kind of like a 60-40 split in the mm. crack. So 60 of it you can touch, 40 of that screen. It's 40% so of that screen you can't. Let's have a conversation offline because there's a way you can turn that off. Okay. You can turn your touch screen off. No, I'm fine with it. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, I got you. I, 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 she 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 got, got, she she got used to it. I'm she fine. She's good. You're right. yeah. <laughs> fine with the, the, the 60% operation. Yeah. It's fine. Well, it's fine. I, I've got a mouse. you got a mouse and a keyboard so it's fine. Yeah. But see, here's what's going to happen to you. The, the, and I'm not, you know, not meaning to jinx you, but what's going to happen is eventually it's going to start doing this ghost touch around the top of the screen. Yo. And so you're, it's, it's, we call it ghost touch because what's going to happen is you're going to randomly see something moving at the top of the it's screen. It's going to be like the sixth sense. You're going to think you're being hacked. It's gonna, you're going to think you're being hacked. That's the, But it's not it. You got to disable your uh, touch screen. Okay. So if you if you disable the touch screen because it's going to happen at some point, okay. I guarantee you. Uh, and then second FYI, what's up? is the Everyone? Windows tablet a Celeron? The Windows tablet? What do you mean, like the Surface? No, the 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 the, the operating system, the Celeron okay. that you don't like either. So generally inside of like an Android, like I don't really buy Windows tablets, but the Androids usually have what's called a Snapdragon. Oh, your eyes, version. your eyes really told me you do not buy Windows I, I, tablets. I don't, no. Nah, okay. Nah. But I, I mean, I'll, I'll roll with, I'll roll with a, a Microsoft Surface all day. I mean, a Surface, Surface is nice. I can, and then a Surface, I'm sorry, so a Surface, for those that may not know, are the ones that they detach the keyboard. That's the one I've got. It. That's the one I've so got. So that's cool. So generally, okay, so if you got a Surface, hopefully they didn't put no uh, Celeron in there. But they, they do they do carry some Celeron. Most of them are I3s and I5s this day and age. Okay. So yeah. So if you got okay. a Microsoft uh, tablet like that and it's working what you need. I'm pleased. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. all. This is you good. You good. You good. Great question. Hey, uh, I heard you mention a Microsoft uh, Surface. You can actually get SIM cards for those, so you, you can, can have like data on them at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty, like it, pretty neat. Fun yes. fact. Yes. You can. That's a great, great point, Shane. Great point. And then yeah, you can. That's a great point. Get a SIM card in it, so you don't have to wait to be on mm-hmm. a on a network. Like if you're Any on the Wi-Fi. go all the time, yeah. Wi-Fi, it'll just use like a 4G, you know, or 5G connection. So that's that's pretty dope. That's a good point. That's a good point. Cool. Yeah, I love uh, when you started talking about the ghost touch. Sabir said, I, you're probably going to think you're getting hacked. And, mm-hmm. tra- and Jermaine was like, I'm going to think I'm getting haunted. <laughs> it's going to be the sixth sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly two, right. Two completely different mindsets. <laughs> yes, indeed. All That's right. what's up. That's what's up. Uh, we've got just a little bit of time left, about five five to eight minutes. So okay. let's go straight to the phone. So Cindy in Natchez, up in Natchez, has a question for us. What's going on, Cindy? Yeah, good morning, fellas. Um, love your show. Morning. Um, I have some. Thank I you. I had read somewhere. <clears throat> I had read somewhere that I have that I could turn some a couple of old iPhones that I have into security cameras, um, and I haven't been able to take it much further because I can't find that much information on the details. <sighs> Any thoughts on that? The the security camera thing, you would have to have, like, a subscription to a type of, like, app that has a subscription where you pay for it to be a security camera. Okay. Like, I d- yeah, I don't think you can actually just make them security cameras not because you'd have that phone running all day and those can overheat. I, just, I don't know about right. that one. I don't think you can actually do that and it be good for the devices themselves. Right. Well, and they're they're not being used. And I got as far as they yeah. had to keep uh, a dedicated plug, a dedicated power. Right. Um, and yeah. there was like some little app that I could download 
um, that'll help me to monitor it. But again, I didn't, I couldn't get any further than that. Um, to, I mean, what's your what's yeah. your suggestion for old iPhones? How do you know what's um, which iPhones they are? Well, I have a five. I have a uh, seven. Um, I have a busted screen. Um, I think I think it's an eleven. Um, and and then a five SE, like the the or the, or the SE, the special special edition or whatever, the small one. Yeah. So, um, iPhones really, you're free to do with them what you want. I don't recommend the security camera thing though, because you having that phone plugged up all day running, that's really bad for that battery and it can cause those batteries to bust. They can explode. Yeah. I don't recommend security camera. Um, yeah, really though, whatever you want to do with the other phones, I mean, that's up to you. I I personally can never find a use for an extra phone. Mm -hmm. So I, and I know I have some people that use them as home phones. They'll put like a phone number on it. And they'll make that their dedicated home phone. Mm. And that's if you're comfortable okay. with adding something to your bill. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Right. A lot of people add a data plan to them and use them as little personal hotspots when they right. go out and about right. on trips. Right. Like there's multiple things you can do with them. Right. Yeah. But right. I don't okay. recommend the camera. Right. I don't recommend the security okay. camera. Yeah. So I went down a rabbit hole that. Um, <laughs> what, we don't. We all do it. it. We all do it. Don't, it feel, don't feel bad. Of course. Of course. It happens. Exactly. It happens. Well, thank you, fellas. I appreciate all your yeah. uh, wisdom on this. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for calling, Cindy. Good luck, Good luck Cindy. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. There's got to be a use for all these old phones that everyone's got. I mean, like everyone, a lot of people use them for what what I just was telling you, the home right. phone. Yeah, that's a very common one. I've not heard of that. And I'm, my concern really? is like when it's when it's old, that means it's not getting the security thing. So if it's online, yeah. like if she's doing it for a security camera, that means it's now a vulnerability. So mm-hmm. even if she was successful, my concern about that would be that if now that could be open or or, or suspect to breach. Because it's an old phone. You're not getting Apple's newest updates. You're not getting other security updates that your phone would get. That's like folks every now and then I'll come to somebody's house and they're still using Windows XP. I said, say what? No. (laughs) No, Mm -hmm. no. And and I've actually got a friend of mine locally in Jackson who runs a professional business and all of his businesses are Windows XP. And I said, what are you doing? He said, before you say anything, none of these computers are online. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. He said, before you say anything, all these computers are offline. So he, he uses everything and he has an internal network that never goes outside, that never goes to the internet. He has an internal network and all those talk and him and his staff, they operate, they do what they do and he does great work. So I tip my hat out to that cat because he actually did a great job for that. But, um, but yeah, he, and, and it was set up like beautifully. But he's using old Windows XP computers that still run to this day. Right. Well, to, uh, to touch on what Sabir said about the security updates on iPhones, Abram, we've talked about this with your dad. A lot of places, if you have a company phone, hmm. you have that you are like required by your company to update oh, yeah. those phones. Oh yeah. So there can be security breaches into a company product. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why Abram, you were talking about. You know, your dad always sends that text, but hey, everybody, update their phone. Yep. That's why Steve Nanny is telling you to do that. I, I was gonna. <laughs> I was going to say something about that. Yeah. That, yeah. that is a very common you, thing because Steve and I both have company phones. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. so he's constantly reminding folks. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, he he's <laughs> getting... if he has an email. Uh-huh. He sends. It. He lets oh, us know ASAP. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, we've got a little bit of time left. I'm going to see if I can get this email through. This is a long one. Okay. So we'll see if we can uh, get this through. So uh, Terry emails us and says, please help this 70-year-old. First off, my husband listens to you on MPB in his truck, and he said you're definitely the guys to contact. So okay. shout out the husband. Okay, husband. Thanks, Kia. Shout Thanks out. for that. Shout Good out. job. Yeah, yeah. She says, I have an iPhone 13, <laughs> the regular one, not Pro Max. We use a phone service provider. Recently, I received a photo album from my sister. I was trying to share it with another family member, and I somehow stupidly synced that album with iCloud. And now every photo in my library is in that album. And oh. every new photo or video I take, I make goes into that album, which is a lot of stuff. Now, when I go to my albums and select edit, all the albums give me the red bar to delete them, except that one. Wow. It grays out and does not allow it. I played with it, and if I delete a photo from the album, it deletes on my library and vice versa. I'm thinking the only problem with this situation is my iCloud storage. However, I just want to be able to stop the syncing. Thank you for your time, Terry. So she's Shane, got shared photos. She's got shared photos turned on, shared yeah, albums. If yeah. she's keeping that on, everything she shared her entire photo. Wow. That's so unfortunate. She, yeah, there's a setting. If you go to your settings in your iPhone and you go to the top and you see search. His name? I missed it. I'm sorry. Terry. Terry. Was it Terry? Terry. Was that her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terry. Terry, if you go to your settings in your iPhone and you type in shared albums. That setting will instantly come up. You click on it. You will scroll down. Well, maybe not scroll down. Let's see. At the top, you'll see albums, shared albums. Just unsync them. And just, just unsync it. Mm, you just okay. press the button. It'll stop sharing it completely. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I wouldn't want, me personally, I wouldn't want all of my photos going to other people. Right. Unless, right. just send them individually. Because I've had to correct so many people in my job where people come in with the same problem and I just tell them to don't even share it mm-hmm. because it's hard to explain again, how to get it back to where just you're wanting to send certain ones. Yeah. Now, if you want to go into your local provider, those people might help you share just the individual ones you want. Right. But since you're not in front of me, I can't actually help you pick those out. Right. But I would go into my settings and turn off shared libraries and shared photos. Just, just makes, so you're not doing that constantly. That makes sense. Yeah. So that'll yeah. that. So it, it's really much more worth it to mm-hmm. take the time and send yeah, each photo individually. Here you go. Not the, turn whole, that not the whole thing. <laughs> then to have your yeah, full iCloud library scene. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. that's wild. That's yeah. wild, man. I hope she. That's a common thing. Out. So don't feel. Yeah. Don't don't feel beat up about it, Terry. It's a mm. common thing. Yeah. You're not alone in that. Yeah. 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 That sounds like some good advice. I'm gonna keep that in mind. Appreciate it. Yeah, I didn't. I, you're not an iPhone user. So. I'm not. I'm not. My <laughs> wife is though. We, we 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 always fuss at each other. We we give each other iPhone and Android hate all the oh, time. Oh, we're gonna do that show. <laughs> we're gonna do that show where we come in and Bet. I just pit yeah. you guys up against Bet. each other. iPhone versus Android. Say less. And we'll I, we'll invite. I like both. I like both. Mm. Do not get me wrong. <laughs> I can go to Samsung and be right. completely fine. Right. We'll right. we'll invite right. the whole department out and we'll have them Bet. standing outside on the Bet. studio and we'll and try to have signs. Yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. Rooting for who is who. Yeah, yeah that, that'd, that'd be, be it. Funny. Well, guys, funny. thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely, today was today was nice. Awesome. It was a fun hour. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. that'll work. That'll yeah, work yeah, absolutely. So that's gonna wrap us up for the day. Thanks, Shane Chisholm and Sabir Abdul Haq for helping myself and our callers out. If you missed any of the show, make sure you listen back to it on your favorite podcasting app or download the MPB Public Media app. Everyday Tech is brought to you by Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show today was engineered by Jermaine Flood. Call Screener was our favorite intern right now. He's in it right now. 
His name is Will, and I cannot remember his last name. I'm so sorry, bud. I've been your host, Abram Nanny, also the podcast producer. Thank you for tuning in. Up next is Dr. Jimmy with the original Southern Remedy. We'll be back next Wednesday morning at 10 right here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. We'll be right back.